0: Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I am everyone's favorite mind Chip mentor and your host, Kimberly Fitton. You guys, happy Friday. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to me, I hope you are rocking it in your day I hope you understand just how powerful extremely extraordinarily powerful you are and that you don't shrink in any space for anybody at any time for anything because you are powerful and you acknowledge your power and you are self-sufficient in the divine's sufficiency listen my purpose if you don't know about me if it's your first time listening my sole purpose is to obliterate the legalistic and religious constructs that keep us believing that poverty is a standard a lot of procedure. Instead of the anomaly, mom. it was always meant to be. Um, we have heightened these things, and really, it needs to be the reverse. Abundance is your portion, and I don't care who counters. You are powerful to disagree. Who has two thumbs and doesn't care is this girl. And argue with your mama, and not me. You are wonderfully blessed. You were born to succeed. You're born to come into consciousness of who you are and it doesn't matter who believes you're extraordinary or not. Once you believe it, you're limitless and that's on facts. So it's right there. You guys, I'm super excited about what I'm talking about today. I'm going to talk about the process and hang in there. I guess if I could come up with a title, it's going to be called It's Happening For You Now. Really want to talk about the uh, mindset of what we want to manifest and how we believe it is. Sometimes in our journey, we compare it to a game of keep away. And that's not what the divine is doing. It's actually a little bit more intricate than that, a lot more intricate than that, really. But before we get to it, before we get to it, I want to remind you of a couple things. If you want to shift your mindset, if you want to learn how to meditate, if you want some more free tools, this is your first time listening. You can always go back to the older episodes or you can check out the free tools on the YouTube channel and um, there's some free tools on the website and there's also that reaching out for personal mind shifting and filling out that group mentorship application um, if you want to be a part of Inner Circle Mentorship. I definitely would fill that out and get to it. I had one person who um, <laughs> who went to get it, and they're like, nah, I just need one-on-one. And I totally get it. Y'all, check that group mentorship out. And if you are like, I want all the free things, we meet for group mentorship every First Saturday of the month. All right. So before we get into anything else, I need to do 17 seconds of gratitude. As you all know, we always go over 17 seconds because gratitude, giving thanks, being thankful, operating in Thanksgiving, make sure that we are tuned in, tapped and turned on to the frequency of heaven. It makes sure that we're in alignment. It makes sure that all of our mental luggage is empty because we are putting our minds, setting our minds on higher things. And gratitude aligns it aligns all of you, right? It, it makes, actually makes you, and it's scientifically proven, those who operate in gratitude are chemically balanced. Again, there are plenty of studies for that. Um, But take into account your own qualitative phenomenological study. Think about when you've switched from complaining to giving thanks. The stress goes away. You breathe a little bit easier. You understand that the mountain you are making the current thing is really a mohill, right? You understand that you are a giraffe and the situation is a turtle. And for a giraffe to lower their neck to be at that level, it's it's a strain. So I give thanks this morning. My birthday is Sunday. And I give thanks because I've never looked better. (laughs) I always have a picture of. Myself, when I were in track and I was on the dance team in high school, I had like six, eight pack. I mean, the body was banging. And the reason why I look at that picture is because I never thought I looked fatter. In my 17-year-old self in that picture, I remember saying to myself, you're fat. And I didn't appreciate my body I didn't appreciate the beauty that was me and now at 44 I'll be 44 on Sunday I love and I'm thankful for that the more love I pour on myself the more I allow myself to be in line with what the divine has for me The kinder I am to others without making a public spectacle of how kind I am, the more I give without letting everybody know that I'm giving to somebody or reminding the person I give to just what I've done for them. The more I teach the gospel without charging, the more I help out people without blasting it to the world. The more I do the work and allow the work to be done in me and do the work behind the scenes to help others, to make others better, the better my life is, the better I look, the better I feel. I'm super thankful because as I reflect, what a wonderful change, (laughs) what a wonderful change has happened for me a beautiful thing. And the road hasn't been easy. The changes, I haven't always been open to the changes. I didn't battle them. And with every change and with every loss, um, with every goodbye I've had to say, I still wouldn't trade this eight year journey for anything in the world. I have come to know who I am. And because I've come to know who I am, Others have come to know who they are. And I think to myself, if I never had said yes to this journey, I would have never come into contact with a concierta, a Summer, a Marie, a Maria, (laughs) an Elizabeth, a Nietzsche, a Denise, a Jennifer, a Trina, an Adrena, a Tamika a Kelly a Thaddeus oh my gosh so many um so many so many I can't even a Zoma, a Madonna a Demi a Kendra a Dominique a Ruby an Emily a Justin I mean I could lose I could fill up this whole podcast I filled this whole podcast with the domino effect of saying yes. One thing's for, sure, for certain, two things for sure. That I'm grateful for this change because it not only makes me better, but it made everyone around me better as well. And as always, we always do way more than 17 seconds. And I just had to give that gratitude all right so what's happening for you now i'm gonna tell you a story about eight years ago now and i want to say even more than eight years because for three years i've been telling the story and i said seven years ago but whatever um 2016 2016 would be the year so Nope, I'm lying about that. Okay, guys, I'm not going to waste any time on the date. <laughs> All right. um, About a year uh, before I released The Science of Greatness. Oh, my God. 15. That would put it at just seven years. Oh, my God. This will be the eighth. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just having a realistic moment. So a year before I started the Science of Greatness, I made a several prayers. Um, but the pivotal moment for me was I had applied for every, you know, I finished my master's in ed um, to be an administrator in education. And I had applied for a job that I actually was sought out. Hey, will you apply for this job? You know, this person is leaving and we know this principal loves hiring diverse populations and you'd be great for it as an assistant principal. I was like, Oh my God. Yay. I applied for it. Interviewed. Awesome. And, um, in the end I was looked over and they told me, you know, they told me who they went for and I was super excited because they hired another woman and a black woman at that. And she had a doctor before her name. She, you know, I was like, oh shoot, that's impressive. Then I, you know, found out that, well, she was actually very horrible at the job. No shade to her. She just never taught in the classroom. I never really worked in a high school. And, um, I felt and believed that she was given the job because she was a doctor of education. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go get my doctorate. I went in to get my doctorate because I thought, okay this would make people respect me. Um, I would have to swim in certain circles. They would have to let me have a seat at the table. And I was in the district I was in. They had some really prominent people of color who I looked up to and I just wanted them to mentor me. I just, I just wanted, I mean, I just wanted to be around the conversations and learn and they weren't at all friendly. Um, I had rejection issues. And so I said, I'm going to get this doctorate and they'll have to respect me. Um, that turned into me applying for several jobs. Um, some I got interviews for, some I did not. Um, one in my own building I had an interview for. And the reason why I was told I wasn't picked for the job was because I need to have better um, skills in managing funds. 'Cause I was a dance team coach and um there had been some book issues that which got figured out, but that's what they use and I said, That's those things don't have anything to do with each other. That's that's a ridiculous. That's a that's a petty reason. And I remember um Chad Zabo told me the story. He's like, Sit down, Kim. I just wanna tell you this. He said he was cooking breakfast for his son and he cooks on an island. The son, of course, wasn't as tall as the island, and he the son was waiting for his breakfast. And he's marching around the island, and it's like, when's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? And Chad said, I'm cooking, and I can see how long it's going to take. I'm the father. My son is going to get his food. But instead of resting in the fact that I'm the father and he's going to get his food. He decided to walk around impatiently instead of doing something else to enjoy his time. And he said, Kim, I'm telling you, when the food was ready, I placed it before my son. And I even had some special stuff added more than the eggs he was expecting. And I began to cry in his office and he said, God is preparing something for you, Kim. God is preparing something for you, Kim, in his own time, and it'll be extra, more than what you thought it would be. Just be patient. So about a year and a half after that, um, I ended up getting, not applying for the job, but they actually made a position for me that was actually over the person who got selected um, a year and a half previously for my, the position I applied for and was rejected right? I ended up being over that whole department, really creating some unique stuff. And then over the next three years, I got more promotions and ended up at the school where I'm at now. Over in that series, series of time, right? There was another principal position that, um, associate principal position that I applied for and someone else got it. And this person that got it actually lied and said they were doing stuff that, that they didn't do, but that I did. And so they were using my resume. I'm um, in their interview. And they got it. I was so pissed, you guys. I was so pissed. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. You got you got to be kidding me. And I, I remember saying to the Lord, they're lying and getting promoted. And here I am. Here I am doing what? I was so bitter and upset and became a little stagnant. Well, that allowed for my yes to happen because I got sick of being bitter and got sick of being stagnant. And I started affirming. Um, I said one prayer to the divine um, of which I won't repeat, but that prayer changed the whole trajectory of my life. It actually put me in alignment with what he always wanted for my life. I put a pin there. I always believe that there is a prayer all of us can say and utter that activates causes a chain reaction in heaven because heaven knows we mean serious business and this prayer can never be undone. It is from the most sincerest place of our heart and it unlocks the bounty. Um, I know mine by heart. And when I'm talking to my mentees, um, I can identify what they said. I can identify that they've had their sincere moment and they can identify it. So I just want you to know that if you have had that sincere moment, it's happening for you now, right? It's happening for you now. But anyway, let's get back to my example, my story, my testimony, I guess, because every year my testimony changes because something wonderful is added to it. So I prayed that sincere prayer and I thought, um, it would just land in a promotion as principle because that's all, that's what I always wanted. Um, and I let that dream go, uh, because I felt that it wasn't what the Lord wanted for me. Um, and I learned to release it. There's this uh, law of releasing that I've talked about before. When you want something so bad and you become fixated on it and you affirm every day for it, but you affirm out of fixation, it's actually desperation. And then you present that thing as an idol. Once you make an altar for a thing, that means you are seeking daily about it. You are obsessed with it. You're making an altar. Therefore, you've made an idol. You'll actually repel it. Because the thing that should be on the pedestal is you. If you feel that you're not worthy enough to obtain something, if you feel like you're not good enough, nope, it's an idol. You're no longer on the pedestal. And you can actually listen to, I think I talk about it in the first season or second season about the pedestal thinking. You must switch that. Otherwise you'll continue to repel it. So I had put that on a altar and was worshiping the role. And I actually only wanted to be a principal. Well, I wanted to be a principal to change lives. I had a particular school I wanted to develop. And then after a while it became like a status thing for me. Um, and I just let the dream go basically, because I, like I said, I just felt it wasn't in my path. And so when I released it, um, the inner work began, um, I started my businesses. Um, I wrote the books uh, I created this whole other life to where I'm like, um, this whole other life was created for me. How about I manifested this life because of my yes. And I look around and I'm like, oh, great. I can't wait to leave education. You know, I'll do some things for it, but I'm I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this piece. Peace out. I'm out. And I started my working with, um, and you, I won't share the story about how I ended up working at the school I was in now, just know that it came in the clutch when I was getting ready to move to Chicago and then in pandemic, I was promoted to associate principal. All of my promotions have happened effortlessly. Remember, I started the story out by saying how much I strived to make things happen. And when I released, it happened effortlessly. Well, I not only say that it's because of releasing. I now can say that it was happening for me all along. So I had every, um, intention of retiring. I've actually, for the last five years said I'm out. Um, and I've stayed for students. I'm sorry for the last four years. I said, I'm going to retire. And there've been students who have said, Oh, Ms. Fitton, please just wait till I graduate. Please. Um, the one I stayed for this year was like, listen, I know you're not leaving until I'm leaving. Just stay. That That's all I need you to do. Just stay. And I did that. Um, and there have been a handful of students that I just want to see them win. And they have a lot of tumultuous issues and life barriers, you know what I'm saying? Real barriers that they don't give a dang about what you're teaching in math because they don't have no place to live. They don't give a damn what you're teaching in language arts because they're hungry as hell and they need food or they're wearing the same clothes because they got evicted. Um, Their parents got evicted and they're keeping their clothes at their friend's house, like real issues, real issues to the point where I'm, I know why I'm there, right? To be a place of solace, to be a help because I can. And the Bible talks about that. If you hear a problem and you are the solution, don't you dare turn your back on the problem. Solve it because you're, you're, you are in proxy for God as God. Solve it. So I always said that when the reason why I came to my current school no longer existed, my job was done and I needed to leave. The Lord has allowed me to do a phenomenal job at this school, be a phenomenal support. And my job is complete. Um, So I'm getting to it. I was planning, like I said, I was planning to retire. And around February, I was asked if I would consider applying for the role of principal and my answer was hell no. In in my Whitney Houston voice I say hell to the no. Because my plan is I'm out and I I want to move to Chicago. I want to live in Streeterville. I want to have my skyline point of view my, um yet my skyline um view. I want to see the fireworks on the 4th of July from my patio. Um, from the rooftop patio, I want to have brunch and get dolled up. I want to live my best life. Like that's, that's, that's what I desire. And, um, (laughs) so I said that and the, the person who asked me like bust out laughing and, and, um, they asked me again and I said, okay, let me pray about it. If I hear from the divine about it, you'll hear from me. Um, they asked several times. We met several times, and I was just like, I'm still praying about it. And they laughed at me. They said, Oh, so if you hear from God, then you'll take the job. And I said, Yeah, it's kinda how it goes. That's that's kinda how I got here. You don't have to believe in it. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm not trying to convince not nobody. I know where I get my blueprint from and I ain't straying from it. And I have and they laughed, um but they knew I was serious and they knew I was serious. Right. So I had this dream. It was definitely confirmation. And I woke up from the dream with tears because I'm like, "Oh, Ooh, what? I did not want this. Um, and there was this fear. The reason why I didn't want it was because there was this fear that I wasn't good enough. Um, that I didn't know what I was doing and what if I failed? And I think it's very, very important to be transparent because I thought about how ready I thought I was seven years ago in my foolish, pompous, prideful self. I thought I was ready knowing what I know now. I, oh my goodness, would have tanked. The seven years have prepared me for where I'm, I'm going. The seven years grew me in integrity, grew me in character, grew me in humility. So that I didn't have to argue about being right because the person with the most uh, information in the room has the responsibility to yield. The person with the most knowledge has a responsibility to yield, to walk in humility, to make space for others. And I didn't, I wasn't ready then. Um, So I just kind of avoided it. I woke up from the dream and I knew the Lord was like, yep, you're going to be there for these kids. You're going to do it. And then I thought, okay, well, when I wanted to be principal, that didn't happen. And now you're telling me to go for something. And in my mind, it really was well, What if I'm rejected again? Long story less long, as I interviewed, I listened to myself give the answers, and I knew that the person that was sitting in that seat giving the answers was qualified and built for the task. It was a moment of self-actualization, There was a moment where I realized that what I wanted was always happening. It was happening when I got rejected from the first job I applied to, it was happening when I got overlooked from the second. It was happening when I when I interviewed and got turned down for the third. It was happening when I became dean. It was happening while I was building my businesses. It was happening while I was going live on Facebook. It was happening while I was recording the podcast. It was happening when I was crying and pouring out to the Lord on asking what to do next. It was happening. It was happening then. It was happening in my roughest moments. It was happening. In my moments of self-doubt, it was still happening. In The perfect timing of the divine. And there are those that don't subscribe to divine timing. And I don't care. Divine timing is you will never manifest anything you're not ready for. And if you manifest it, if you manifest it, it will slip through your hands like water because your character and your integrity are not in place to hold it. Self-actualization is extremely important for manifestation. And there are some times where your actualization happens while you're in the thing that's manifested. There are some things that manifest for you to grow while you're operating in it so that you can then believe, okay, this is me. This is what I deserve. But no matter where your mind takes you today, the thing that you've been desiring, or maybe the dream that you gave up, it's happening for you because here I stand as principal. And I didn't have to strive for it. I didn't have to make it happen. I just did the work. I allowed it to flow. And I actually let it go. I actually let it go. Florence Shin has a saying that says, All my ships come in. All my ships come in at the perfect time. Have you ever seen ships that have freight come to shore, you can see that there are like at the line of the horizon, you can see them coming in. What I love about these things is that from the straight off point of view, it looks like there's maybe one or four, five ships. But if you have an aerial view, you can see all of the ships coming in to their destination, the same destination, but at different distances. They're still coming in. I'm so overjoyed that I get to serve these families and students and staff. And that I'm to the point where I can say, it's not what I feel is best. It's what the divine feels is best. Because everyone and everything prospers me now. And it is my job to prosper everyone and everything. I want to encourage you. If you feel like giving up, don't. Just let it go. And it will flow to you because it's happening for you. And it's going to happen in such a way it's going to blow your mind, I promise you. Because it's either this the equivalent of this or something greater that's on its way to you. And I remember Chad, Kim, what God is preparing for you. It has the extra with it. It's, it's what you want plus so much more. And when I look at my plate that the Lord has prepared, I know that I'm only in a certain course of my meal. But this plate is so full. And I'm so grateful because every time I think he cannot outdo himself, he does something else that totally blows my mind. And so as it is, when someone shares their story, the person listening can rest assured that what you desire is happening for you and won't take seven years to happen. It'll take a fraction of the time. I believe it for you. I believe it for you and I celebrate you and I say congratulations to you. Congratulations on your promotion. Congratulations on your business. Congratulations on your wealth. Congratulations on your stability. Congratulations on your relationships. Congratulations for your child. Congratulations. Congratulations for your weight loss. Congratulations for the, the buildup of your self-esteem. Congratulations for your confidence. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you and all the beautiful, wonderful things happening to you. Look at you. I'm so proud. Congratulations. And on the days that it gets a little heavy for you, replay just this last portion of me saying congratulations. It's one of my favorite and i got her techniques. Because you hear someone saying, congratulations, you begin to see and visualize you as the person being congratulated and it speeds up your manifestation because it causes a chemical reaction that allows joy to be your portion. I love you, but your best friend clearly loves you much more. The divine has so much more for you. I don't care whatever you do today, whatever you do on your weekend, wherever you go. I want you, I need you to be great. Do you hear me? You better be great. You better walk in the greatness that you are. You bring the value to whatever space you're in. Carry that with you. Walk light. You are known and you are loved. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much for celebrating me and sharing space with me i i honor you dearly and i'm so grateful to do this so grateful and as i reflect on sunday my birthday you will be one that i reflect over that i'm grateful for this space filled with so much love you guys have been so amazing and i honor you i honor you thank you so much